Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast, where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do, but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hello and welcome to Little Kingdom Warriors and I'm your host Brenda Cortis. Today we are going to be getting into my top three tips for overcoming comparisonitis in a digital age. Have you battled with feeling like you're not good enough, your house isn't trendy enough, your marriage isn't perfect enough, you're not patient enough with your kids or your husband and the list goes on. Today I'm covering a topic which I'm constantly dealing with and I feel now that I have some practical tips to give others and that is how to overcome comparisonitis when we live in a digital age. I think it is a massive problem for most of us probably in a digital society. We are constantly bombarded with images left, right and centre on social media, whether that's Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform that you are on. It's so easy to get caught into that trap of um, comparisonitis. I have found the times I doubt myself the most are when I feel like I can see people doing it all and having it all together. And sometimes I feel like in comparison, I'm doing well just to get through the day in one piece. It's not always like that, but we all have days like that where we feel like we are just doing well just to get through the day. Parenthood and motherhood As I've come to realise, it's a constant work in progress and it's so easy to compare our unedited selves with the edited versions that we see on social media and that can be at a real detriment to ourselves. We're not doing ourselves any favours by comparing our unedited versions with the polished versions that we see on social media. I was chatting to a friend of mine who lived next door to us for a number of years and she has five kids all close together in age. And I can remember, as I was talking to her, we were just recalling how, oh, we both used to think that we were really patient people. And for myself, I can remember saying, you know, I I think I'm a pretty patient person, person. And then I got married and then I had kids. And now I am probably aware that I'm not as patient as I would like to be. And that's something that I'm constantly working on for myself. I could often hear the craziness of the household next door and my friends mounting frustration, particularly as they probably got on her every last nerve leading up to dinner time. And I can remember thinking in my naivety, oh, I'm sure I could handle that without losing my marbles. Well, let me tell you, sometimes I do lose my marbles more often than I would like. But if you saw this friend of mine outside of the home, you probably wouldn't know all of these other things that go on that I probably had because her kids are sweet and well-behaved most of the time when they're, you know, out and about. But we compare this um, unpolished version of ourselves with the polished versions that we see of others and we're not doing ourselves or them any favours by doing that. So I've got some tips on what I have actively done in order to try and overcome this issue. 
To start off with, I would suggest curating your feed. And what I mean by that is I have personally gone through my Facebook feed and I have unfollowed the people that I find myself constantly comparing myself to in, you know, whatever stage they're in, for whatever reason that I'm comparing myself to them. Perhaps it's a certain weakness that I feel I have at the moment that they seem to be doing particularly well in. Just unfollow that person. You can always refollow them later on and they're really not going to know. Remember that people mostly show the best bits of their life and not the worst. I recall seeing a young friend of mine who had just welcomed a new baby and they had two young kids already. And I can remember seeing on Facebook, they were gushing about how wonderful, you know, their husband was being such a great dad and, oh, you're such a great mum and... I can remember thinking, gee, I wish, you know, um, my husband would gush about me like that or, you know, post these lovely things about me. He's not on social media, so it doesn't really matter anyway. But I had to laugh a little bit to myself because when I saw this friend of mine, she was getting up at her husband for not doing something quite right with the baby and sort of telling him off about something. And I'd just seen probably earlier that day about how, you know, they were both doing such a great job as parents. And obviously it was a helpful dose of reality probably for me to see that because I was comparing myself and all the bad bits I was seeing in my life with this version that she was putting out to social media. And it's not to say that she wasn't doing a great job as a mum because I know she's doing a great job as a mum. It wasn't to say that her husband wasn't doing a great job as a dad because he is. He is doing a great job as a dad. But we don't see all sides of it on social media. We're just seeing one side. It's It's rare for people to show the bits that they are not proud of on social media. I've also removed friends, Facebook friends, that I wouldn't greet in real life and I probably need to go through again and just remove them. So I don't know why I've got them on there. Not sure when I added them, but it's helpful just to go through and think, you know, if I wouldn't actually greet that person in real life, why in the world have I got them on my Facebook feed? The next thing that I've started doing for myself is a social media detox and this is something I've started doing at times when I feel like social media is rearing its ugly head. If I feel like I'm stuck on the scroll train where I feel like I'm going into a rabbit hole and just wasting lots of time on social media, that's when I feel like it's a really good time to do a social media detox and for every different person, you probably have something that you feel more addicted to or is more of a problem for you in social media. For me, I feel like it's Facebook. Some people have that issue with Instagram. So I've um, tried to put some parameters in to be a bit more intentional about my time there. Um, And it doesn't always work, but these are some things that have worked. So something I have done when I feel like I'm getting stuck in the Facebook rabbit hole is replacing it with something a little bit more informative or educational or less addictive for myself. So I found personally, sometimes if I can get into an ebook, sometimes I can find an ebook about parenting, which is more helpful and a less addictive thing to be getting into. Sometimes I've also found a non-addictive game to wind down, like I've just downloaded Cubeblock and it's easy for me just to pick that up and put that down Um, without becoming addicted to it. I've also found that it's important to be intentional. So I've set up time allocations on my phone under the screen time tab, I think it is on your phone, 
to remind me when I go over that. And sometimes I am naughty and I click ignore for 15 minutes or ignore limit for today. But it certainly does make you think before you do that, why am I doing this? And is it worth stopping what I'm doing on social media? Because I've obviously spent more time than I should be doing on that. And I want to be more intentional with my time and not wasting it. The third thing that I've found is really helpful, and this is helpful in a number of ways, particularly with your mindset, is practicing thankfulness. So sometimes, I I know when I was starting to do this, it did feel a little bit forced and a little bit fake, and I don't like to be either of those things, but it's certainly easier to do with kids. So I've started asking Lily at the end of the day, what was the best thing about today during our nighttime bedtime routine before we, we pray? And we can find lots of things to be grateful for and voice them to others or to your kids. I can remember just the other day, Lily went outside and we looked at the sky and she goes, oh, what a lovely day. And it's nice to just be able to see those things through the lens of a child because often a child can get so excited about such small things. And as adults, we sometimes just get so overwhelmed by the worries of life that we forget to be grateful for all the small things. In Hebrews 13, 5 to 6, it says, Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So in wrapping up, I just want to go back over the three topics that uh, the three pointers that we covered today. So in order to overcome comparisonitis, my number one tip was curate your feed, unfollow people who you are constantly comparing yourself to. Number two, do a social media detox and that can be something that's on the weekends or at particular times and be intentional with your time. And number three is to practice thankfulness. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and as usual I would love to hear what you thought of the episode over in my Facebook community and I'll link that for you in the show notes. Until next time, thank you for tuning in and see you next week. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time.